I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
am a soldier in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. 
Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate. And your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
of the Patriot Party podcast. I'm going to make in with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Yeah, I didn't get to the background thingy. I got in that. a little late. Didn't. That's okay. And I didn't either because I didn't even think about it. Anyway. It's all good. See what's how up, quickly and easily it changes hey, just like that. So um, I'm going to request something here. What's that? We're going to smoke. Yes. I'm in a lot of pain, A, but B, we're going to smoke. I had to do a lot of welding today, and I have not welded in a while. Ouch. That sucks. You got to hold your arms in certain ways to do certain things, and it wasn't a whole lot of fun. Let's just put it this way. My elbows are feeling their age today. Well, and today is a mournful day for me. Mournful? Yeah. Why? It's the 32nd anniversary of my father's death. Oh, my father's murder, actually. That is, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Holy yeah. shit. January 25th, 1992. Yeah. Yep. I used to take the staff to school every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom would take me shopping. Retail therapy, we called it. Instead, today I planted because I was like, I mean, I knew, I knew, obviously, I knew it was coming. I knew what the day was. I didn't say anything Pops. this morning, but I knew it right off the bat. Brother, and, uh, thank you I for your daughter, too. By the way, kind of uh, she's kind of pimp, just saying. Hey, I got her on a fucking 
podcast, if you can believe it. Screwed around on the computer all morning. And uh, while well, I went to see our friend and then came back and took the dogs for a walk and did some work on the computer. And then uh, I was like, you know what? I need to go out and get my hands in the dirt. So I transplanted all the broccoli and cauliflower. I planted peas and I planted uh, lettuce, Swiss chard, kale. So we should have things growing here and we should have fruit, food to eat in 60 days or less. Oh, I apologize, folks. I'm just in a lot of pain and I'm not going to be a whole lot of fun tonight if I don't take some medicine beforehand. And I got in late because I was working late and it was... It, babe, doesn't matter. I did it like 12 times. I'm sorry, Red Pill Project, but I don't think oh. you're going to be on tonight. Let me see. It might work now. It might just have been set up later. It might have. Mm -hmm. The 6 well, p.m. Red Pill Project, if you're here. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. So. Um, couldn't, couldn't get you on earlier. My bad. Um, wasn't working for some reason. Don't know what the hell's going on. It happens. Weird stuff. Anyway. Josh might have had another stream going. Might have. Yeah. I never know. Possibly. I don't know. I don't. I was just asking for it because I'm in a lot of fucking pain. It hurts. You want to get hot? I gotcha. I, this is God's medicine. Yeah. It's the reason I smoke it. Exactly. Fuck yeah. So anyway. You know it. Hey, if you got it, you can do it. Well, even if you can't or you want to. Yep. Hey. What is that noise? It's 420 somewhere. Close enough. It's like 615. Technically, it's 420 in Colorado. There you go. See? Before it started, right? Pretty much. Patriot Jane making split pea soup and a roasted chicken today. Very nice. Um, we made split pea soup last week. We just finished it the other night. It was good. Very good. And I don't even usually like split pea soup, but I hadn't made it myself. I'm just asking. I'm begging, actually, because my hands are fucked. Yep. I actually just finished, uh, almost finished, because we have to bake it yet or cook it yet and eat it. But I just finished teaching Liam how to make homemade macaroni and cheese. You know when you're I make fucking kick ass macaroni and cheese. You know when you're welding all day and you got your hood down all day and even in that even with the J7 glass there you still you still have that like right now I have that dot in my eyes that I can follow. Mm -hmm. And it's it's like a little tiny dot. It's not very bright, but it's just enough that you know you've been welding all fucking day. Tomorrow I have to go to my mom's and paint. Painting can be like that too. Especially because I have to paint her laundry room. So I have to like get up underneath the cabinets and shit. Like uh, the ones that are hanging on the wall, not the ones that are on the bottom. Yeah, because they got that space in between. Because they got that weird, I don't know who exactly. the cabinet guy was that came and installed that, but he's a retard. And like four inches of space above the cabinet that I have to paint too. The fuck I'm gonna get to that? I have no idea. But I think my elbows are fucked. Yeah, I think you're just fucked. You're old. Yeah. 
he is doing the the big one. Yes, it's not really a red dot. It's kind of it kind of is. It's kind of brownish. Um, it's just weird. I can see it everywhere because you know that it is aggravating as fuck. Yes. And I don't do it every day. This is like a, a once in a blue blue moon. But we were doing big steel today. It wouldn't no joke. I if was you like, did it every day, it wouldn't bother you because those muscles would be strong and or well, yeah, used to it. Well, you're holding steel. You're trying to pull steel together. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what your body can accommodate, but you know, not when you don't do it all the time. I could never imagine. I can. I, I mean, I know how to do it. I could never imagine doing it for i i like it as a hobby jack I like is a 42 year welder i, I know I, no that. no you guys are fucking crazy um <laughs> i i could never are you a pipe fitter or are you just a welder just a welder there's no just a welder yeah no there's well pipe fitters and well you have just welding like the shit i do which no, is gotcha. just welding and then you have pipe fitting and pipe fitting is an art. And let me tell you something. It's the hardest fucking welding you'll ever do. Both. Oh. Damn. Badass, Jackie. Mm -hmm. Badass. I mm. could never imagine Ooh. doing that every day, getting up at eight o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning, driving an hour to work and then welding all day from fucking eight o'clock until fucking five o'clock and then driving home. I could never imagine a life of that. Did Shauna make any gummies recently? There were none in there. Oh, well then she didn't make any recently. That's too bad. I didn't look in the box. We got a serious CBD box today. Oh, I would have, I would have already consumed a bag. Yes, I'm sure you would have. That's why I was asking. Because I was like, uh, oh yeah, that's rough. At least she sent you like uh, four more bottles to add to your no, giant collection. Oh so my God. I, am, I already rubbed slather yourself I already, in already serious did that. CBD. I already did that. Already did that. Yes. Get seriouscbd.com. I was just waiting for the weed part because I really needed the, the medicine. So mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, it was just a rough day. Anyway. Yep. Not rough, just hard. It was a lot of work, a lot of math, and a lot of hoping that shit holds. <laughs> Please hold. <laughs> Man, I hope this weld works. Anyway. Yeah, don't fall on me. <laughs> well, well, no. One of them, I was literally, I, because we were trying to connect these two beams back together to connect this garage door, the back hang of this garage door up. And the only way, the only ladder that we had that was tall enough to get it was the 24-foot extension. And I was fully extended on that. So what I did was I put it up. I put two up wrap my legs around the beam mm -hmm. and then scoot it out one handed and then had somebody else on one on both the ladders pushing this giant piece of metal up in the air. And then I just sat there, tacked it on one side, tacked it on the other one handed upside down, gripping onto this, this beam, you know, okay. no net, no rope. Okay. Okay. Hey. So I was upside down hanging off by holding my own weight and a welder, an arc welder, and tacking up this fucking piece of metal okay. upside right. down. Hold on. Now if OSHA were there, I was gonna say you're gonna, you're fucking gonna make pussy me do would this. have a conniption. You're gonna fit. make me do this real quick. I know I'm gonna have to look for it. You know, there's always the That shit was crazy too. It was pretty funny. I, I mean, I know you guys probably done crazier shit, but I just 
we haven't it was really big pieces of metal i've was like please work because i wasn't sure if my sticks were big enough I thought I had to go get some bigger ones. I did. Trust me, my even my tacks were almost half stick tacks. Just to give you an idea how big they were, I was not fucking around. I was like, I don't want this bitch coming down on me. Well, okay. Should we start? Uh, where do we start? I guess we have to start with. Well, Texas, obviously. Obviously, Texas. Okay. First of all, impending civil war. Uh, I, I don't know if you're all aware. Truckers, boom, they're already en route. Yeah. There's, there's truckers from all over the country. I, I don't know how this started, but they're en route. The truck, I don't know what they're going to do. I hope they form a barricade across the state and just cut the state off. But I, I'm telling you, I, I've never seen this many trucks on the road. God bless you guys. God bless you. Keep doing it. You're making America proud. This is what America. And it, it's ironically called the People's Convoy, by the way. And I won't forget the men who died, who gave that fight to me. And I had to stand up next to you and the members I don't, Lindsay. I don't think it's a setup, and I don't think they need to go to D.C. I think the battleground is going to be in Texas. That's where it's going to start. It's not. I don't. I don't understand where people are getting this idea of a cold civil war from. But I've heard that all over the place today. Cold. I don't know about you all, but if you heard that there was a civil war going on, what are your expectations? Um, guns in my backyard. My expectations are this. Um, I just became a landowner, and uh, guess what? I will defend my land and everything on my land um, till the end. Guns in my backyard. Texas, it's all they're doing. They're defending their land. This is getting sparky because what happens here is it is that old cliche. You have an immovable object met by an unstoppable force. But understand this, without the military, the government is shit. Think about it. Well, here was... Uh, Without the military, the government is shit. Yeah. What are the two ways that this can play out? One, this is the way I see it. Numbnuts is going to federalize the National Guard. Okay? When Numbnuts does that... That's more or less a declaration of war. I don't give a shit who you are. I don't care where you're from. It's a declaration of war. Why? Bring up the uh, bring up the, the the other one with the states, the the U.S. map. Oh, I have like six. Maps I, I know. At just this point. just give me one. I don't care which one. Just give me one. Well, now you can't find them. Right there. Give me that one. Open that one up. Just bring that up on the screen. 
I'll get to my point. Give me one second, folks. Trust me. I have a very good point here. There's very good reason why I'm about to say what I'm about to say. Why would it be a declaration of war? Because you see all these states in green? They've already vowed to help. With and their, some of them have already started sending troops. With their National Guards. So. That would be, and I mean, this is... <laughs> Florida, Georgia, I can't believe Kemp came home from fucking Davos and stopped bootlicking the globalists long enough to No, he's sucking their dicks. He wasn't bootlicking them. So uh, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, obviously, Oklahoma, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Idaho, Wyoming, Wyoming, and and Utah. National divorce lines have now been drawn. Look, when you federalize the National Guard at that point. That's almost half the country. That's 21 states. 22 if you include Texas. That's that's almost half the country. Three more got half the country. So when, Straight up, half the country. When you federalize the National Guard, what did you just do to those 22 states? You just declared them enemies. That's a bold move, Cotton, because that leads us right into what we like to call the war, civil war. Because what's how what happens when they federalize the troop? Okay, they federalize the National Guard in Texas. What happens? Well, the FBI floods with all of their people, and then they start arresting any of the DPS workers in Texas. Uh, you know Mississippi is going to flip. They're not going to sit here surrounded by green. Green. Right? North, uh, neither is North Carolina. Neither is North Carolina. Either is Kentucky. Kansas, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona. They will all flip, and Nevada will flip. I, I don't guarantee. Know about, I don't know about Colorado. Maybe New Mexico and Arizona. Um, Illinois, honestly, they're really pissed about the immigrants. They they uh, mm. they might actually flip. Yeah. I could see yeah. some northeastern states as well. New York, Vermont, New Hampshire. No, not New York. Hochul and never she'll never go for it. Um, New Hampshire, possibly, but probably not. But I mean, I think you're you're literally looking at like maybe four or five more states. Yeah, one, altogether. two, three, four. I'm pretty sure Indiana and Illinois will go. Five. I mean, at least five. That's that's half the country, folks. That's more than half the country. Yes. That's a lot. That's really scary. That should be an eye-opener. We are right there. We are on the precipices. It really comes down to what happens in the next 48 to 72 hours. Yeah. I mean, how does Joe respond? Because... Go now. You can bring up the other one with his response because I want to. Uh, I want V. Lynn to read this. This is really important. Y'all need to hear this. He makes a. He makes a damn good argument too. I, I I'm telling you right now. I, I don't agree with this guy on ninety percent of his bullshit because he's hard hard in the paint for the bigwigs. But um, all right, he makes a good argument here. Sorry, I couldn't make it any bigger. Governor Greg Abbott, January 24th, 2024. The federal government has broken the compact between the United States 
and the states. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and has even violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration. Despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas's demand that he perform his constitutional duties. President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. By wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas's border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along the state's southern border, bridges where nobody drowns, and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. That is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. The illegal refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and the other visionaries who wrote the U.S. Constitution foresaw that states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Article Four, Section 4, which promises that the federal government, quote, shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. Arizona v. U.S., 567 U.S. 387, 419 from 2012, Scalia J. dissenting. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4 has triggered Article 1, Section 2, Clause 3, which, revert, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority, as well as state law to secure the Texas border. He invoked the Constitution. Holy shit, someone's actually read it besides us. So hold on a second. Let me read something to you. <clears throat> that when, whenever any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to alter and abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Does that not sound like he wrote that whole document directly based on the deck on the declaration of independence that's where I just stole that power, that paragraph from, because right after that, it starts the, nor the, the next paragraph, the big one where it, prudence indeed will dictate. Hmm. I, I'm telling you, 
This is the fight. This is what they don't want to talk about. Nobody wants to talk about this. Nobody does. Well, Fox News is talking about it. The Texas Governor Abbott and border battle with Biden admin. They got to get their clicks and lickies and chewies, their likes. A border showdown is brewing in Eagle Pass, Texas right now. A huge hub for illegal border crossings. There is a standoff that is underway between the federal government which wants the razor wire that Texas put in place there to protect its own state, they say it has to go. And Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott says he will not. The Biden administration has now given him a deadline of tomorrow to allow Border Patrol access to the area. It's called Shelby Park. Essentially setting up a confrontation, potentially, between federal agents and the Texas National Guard. A border show. Yeah. And that was today. So that deadline is tomorrow. <sighs> Telling you, that's that's what this whole other thing with the fucking bomb thing is all about. That's why that's out there to subvert our attention. They know who did it. Everybody knows that they know who did it. Everybody knows at this point the government's been lying to us about everything that took place on January 6th from start to finish. Whether it happened the night of January 5th or it happened the afternoon of January 6th is immaterial. We all know it's a, if it's coming from the federal government, their mouths are open. We know they're lying. Uh, oh, yeah, like this one right here. This is... By now, that's exactly my point, because they don't want you to hear about what's going on down in Texas. Nobody's been really talking about this back and forth between Abbott and the federal government. There hasn't been a whole lot of people covering it. Trust me, I've had to watch CNN. It sucks. They're not talking about it either. Did you see this clip on CNN? Do you think this is what he wants, the issue, Donald Trump? This is what he's doing. Oh, I, I, think, I think the border is a very important issue for uh, Donald Trump. Uh, and the fact that he would communicate to uh, Republican senators and Congress people that he doesn't want us to solve the border problem because he wants to blame uh, Biden for it is, uh, is really appalling. But the, but the reality is that, that uh, we have a crisis at the border. The American people are suffering as a result of uh, what's happening at the border. Uh, and someone running for president ought to try and get the, you know, the problem solved as opposed to saying, hey, save that problem. Don't solve it. Uh, let me take credit for solving it later. But that is the cold, hard reality on Capitol Hill. Getting any deal through on an issue as complex as immigration would be complicated to begin with. And then when you have the parties likely standard bearer coming out and saying, don't get a cut a deal on immigration, that will convince many Republicans to listen to their standard bearer and say that it is not time to cut a deal. Let's wait on this issue. And then all the major issues that go along with it, funding for Ukraine, funding for Israel, funding for Taiwan, all we're supposed to tie together in this massive package, including these new border policies that they hope to get out of the Senate as soon as this week, and then try to get it over to the House where the politics are even more complicated over there, given the Republican-led House and the alliance of the GOP leaders there with Trump, all spells potential doom for this 
almost must-pass package, potentially punting this into the next year as Republicans and Democrats, John, try to figure out what's next. Manu, what's I don't, I don't give two shits about the rest of what he has to say. Think about what he said in there. First off, Romney is claiming that Trump is telling the Republicans not to pass a border deal because he wants to solve the issue. Might it have anything to do with the other part that he said that it's tied in a massive spending bill to funding for Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan? And when it gets to the House, that's really a problem because it's the, the politics are even more complicated because they won't rubber stamp shit anymore because it's run by Republicans that don't want to fund Ukraine and Taiwan and Israel along with the border all at once. Why? How are they related? How does domestic funding have anything to do with foreign aid? Foreign aid. Doesn't. Exactly. But this is all part of these bills. That's it. I fuck. I don't. I don't know. So they're twisting things I, around once again to make it Trump's fault, because everything's well, always Trump's fault. You, we know this. It's the same playbook. Nothing's changed. It's the same exact playbook they ran with the last time. Mm -hmm. Nothing's changed. Everything is going to be orange man bad, orange man bad, orange man bad. Now, does go does Governor Abbott get a? Is he allowed to get away with what he got away with before? Well, that's up to Texas. Look, all we're doing is coming to the aid of Texas. According, don't, don't yell at people who are just coming to the your aid. According to Vivek Ramaswampy, Vivek Ramaswampy, the claim that Texas is defying the U.S. Supreme Court is flat out false. The court held that feds can remove the razor wire that Texas is installing on the border, but that does not stop Texas from continuing to install the razor wire. Correct. What this remember what the Supreme Court decision was about. It was about stopping the injunction. All it was was about stopping the injunction. Mm -hmm. And it stopped. They they voted on the injunction. That's what they voted on. And the injunction was stopped. So it doesn't mean that now the federal government has to issue another order to Texas to stop it, which they have not done. So te technically, Texas has got the Constitution on their side. Everything that he put in that, that paper is accurate. Yep. The Constitution is on his side. If you have a true constitutional lawyer look at it, he's going to say, no, all this is accurate because the federal government even stipulated early, early on, way back in the 1800s that, oh, by the way, states have more power than we do. So if a state refers back to its Article One clause in its own constitution, any law that you have there on the books is no longer at it's null and void. Yeah. It supersedes all federal rights. But hey, Mitch McConnell. Oh, here we go. Another pass the bill to find out what's in that situation. Mitch McConnell lobbies Republican senators to pass secret migration bill. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Oh, oh no. You want to know what it is? This is going on. It's, it's real. This is no bullshit. It is straight up going on. And guess what? All of a sudden this afternoon... Apparently, a bunch of Republican senators are running for the hills, which mm -hmm. they are because Ted, 
came out on what his podcast? No, he came out today uh, and spoke behind a a, a lectern when I when I got home. Okay, he was still jibber jabbering up there. Gotcha about something. I think it was about that. I really didn't pay to again. I was welding yeah. all day. I know. Anyway, okay. And I was planting, so I didn't listen to the news in the afternoon. I, I, the first time I saw this too, by the way, people, um, just so you're all aware, I thought it said the Biden bitch. I, I started giggling. That works. And everybody was looking at me at work like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, man, I mm-hmm. thought that said the Biden bitch. No, Cisco, the federal government actually has technically has authority within 25 miles of the border. Technically, the Texas border starts at 25 miles from the Mexican border. Well, no, it's no. No, down there, it's a 10 mile. It's it's. No, it's right there. You have the border that butts up. There's no, in some places, we have no right of passage. There is none of that right of passage. You saw it when we no, were down I know, there. I know, but uh, on the, I believe on the books, someone correct me if I'm wrong, the federal government controls the land within 25 miles of the border. No, it's 10 miles. Is it 10 miles? It's 10 miles okay. of the border. Okay, I thought it was 25, but 10. And they don't control it. They manage it. Yeah, well, they don't control shit. Bureau of Land Management are the people that manage it. Just Border Patrol run up and down it. Yeah. So, yeah. And I also want to remind folks who are watching that on the first day of this president's administration, he introduced a comprehensive immigration plan because he understood and knew, right, as many of us do, that immigration system had been broken for decades and we needed to actually deal with it in a legislative way. And I also want to remind mass amnesty people. That's what they want. That's, That's what's coming. Amnesty. That is what is coming. That's what they're looking for. That's what they want. That's why they're they're bulking up. They want money. They want money for the fucking border. You know where they're going to spend that money? They're, what they're pissed off about is the backlog. So what I figured out, or from what I can discern, if that is a more appropriate term, which it probably is, what they're pissed off about is the backlog that currently resides at the U.S. State Department. Now, listen, the U.S. State Department has sloughed off immigration issues forever. They've tried to say it's not our job. If you don't believe me, ask anybody that's ever worked for the federal government. You can hear it there. If they've ever been at a GS-15 level or above, they've heard this argument. It's not our job. We don't deal with immigration. We're the State Department. And then on the backside that they don't want any of these people applying for visas unless the State Department has been notified. So wait a minute, which is it? This type of shit back and forth. It's crap, right? So what they're pissed off about is the backlog in their own processes that they can fix in Congress. Has absolutely nothing to do with the southern border, the physical southern border itself. Mm -hmm. The actual physical southern border became an issue when everybody started bringing up the issue about the numbers of people crossing the border illegally because the border doesn't work. Not when you weld the gates open and take down the razor wire. So now what they try to do is tie all of that into one thing. So instead of voting on laws that can make our immigration process work better, 
more streamlined. Launder more money. Exactly. They go the opposite route, launder more money into the from the federal government, legal fucking money. Wonder how much of that is going to the cartels. And that's what this has become. This is what our government's become. It's become a shadow war, a bullshit going on behind them, behind their behind our backs. Between the cartels and the Chinese. And other people are getting paid. Folks, nothing's getting better for us. Mm -hmm. Shit's getting worse. And here soon we're going to have, you know why Biden's not worried? Because what has he been bringing across the southern border the whole time? A fucking other army to stand up to come after us. They're already here. Or maybe the first wave, maybe we're not going to fire the first shot in our own war. Maybe the first the first shot that will be fired are these assholes that they brought across the border. And then because of the way me and you think, because of the way we've been defined as MAGA patriots. It's our fault. It's our fault. And then the next thing you know, we're 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 villain number one. And nothing to do with, you know, the CCP at Edwards Air Force Base. No. No, and nothing not 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 that I'm aware of. Partners of the 46,000 4600-acre 4, project in Kern County include China's BYD funded by a CCP and United Front official. Part of the project is located on the Edwards Air Force Base. We literally have the CCP on the Edwards Air Force Base. We don't have a Hey, Ellsworth, you know Who's about there? that? Ellsworth, you know about that? You're 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 old school Air Force cop dude. Is there anybody you can call about that? We can ask some questions like, what are you guys doing? They don't care. Like, hey, does anybody have this guy's number, Arizona dude, this guy that was uh, the Carrie Lake dude? Has anybody got his phone number or a way that we can get? I want to talk he, to this guy. He quit. I, know, I don't give a fuck. I want to talk to this guy. You know who I want to talk to? I want to bring him on the air. I want to have him fucking sit down, say, all right, dude, who is they? I want to know who they are because you know what? We're never going to get anywhere with the swamp. We're never going to get anywhere until we can identify who the swamp rats are. Once we can start laying names to fucking instances, boom. That's it. You watch that spider web grow. Um, Robin Marie, there's, there's some leads on that. A lot of people, we played it the other day. A lot of people think it's this uh, terrorist that was, in jail and was just released. I, I agree with you. Anyway, you know who I want to talk to? I want to talk to this guy. Did they take his prints? I don't know. No, of course not. I want to talk to this guy, but I think he's probably dead. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and in fact provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at a federal level you need. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed the similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. This administration has been fundamentally derelict in not funding any of the requirements that are needed even to enforce the existing So, Senator law. Biden, yes or no, would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law? No. You, okay. Uh 
Would you allow? Okay. Who is that dude though? Because that shirt shit ain't the guy that ain't that's Joe pretending Biden. to be our president right now. That ain't Joe Biden. I mean that that is Joe Biden, but that that was Joe Biden in two thousand seven. That was I don't know the the second blank. Probably. No, I think that was still Joe Biden. That I think been. he's dead now. Like and I said, his two blanks he's dead. are the ones we deal with. He's he's totally dead. Hey, you know what? When you got badasses in your corner like this, you have nothing to worry about in this. We 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 have very little to worry about. I mean, all we have to worry about is when. That's it. We already know what we're gonna do. I'm not worried about that. What I'm I, 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 I'm just waiting for when. I know. When I, you got shit like this backing you up, though, you ain't got shit to worry about. I'd be like, that's my girl right there. Okay, but I want to see the target. They don't, babe. Look, hey, uh, if that girl can shoot like that, let me tell you something. I, I ain't worried about that target. Yep. Uh, Tammy, you were asking. I'll show this one more time. This is the, a, because we have like slightly 50 different map, but the same. Um, yes, Tennessee has yes declared for Texas. Yep. Yeah. All the states in red. States supporting Texas anti-federalist position. I love it. Yeah. That's uh, almost half the country. So. Man. War's coming, y'all. It's coming really soon. Coming soon to a backyard near you. Yep. Especially if you live in Texas or anywhere else. Anywhere, like overseas, fuck. Okay, shit. This somebody needs to tell me what the fuck is going on in Ireland right now because, uh, I this is scary because over there, they their laws have been way more open than ours. And if if y'all aren't familiar with any Irish people. Like you've been living under a rock your entire life because as we've stated previously, the Irish fucked their way into every culture. Uh, they they basically bred their way through almost every culture. That's how they're we did everywhere, right? Everybody multiply. Everybody's Irish. They say that you know everybody has um you know everybody traces their ancestry back to what wherever they say Africa or whatever, right? The original mitochondrial Eve, which except the Irish negatives, whatever. Everybody has some Irish in their descent. It's true. Somewhere. Everybody. Some, everybody. Okay. Because the Irish are known for that. They're known for their humor. It's, um, it takes some getting used to if you don't grow up with it. They cuss a lot. A lot, a lot. You get used to that too. Too fucking bad. These people, they're not used to it. A <laughs> person looks at you. And then he, they'll give you that some stereotype joke and you'll be like, like, it's not a joke. It's something serious that you shouldn't be saying and everything. But then you'll get, oh, but we're Irish. We like to joke around. We like to have make a, a laugh out of something. And that needs to change within the Irish community. As much as I am Irish, that's the one thing that 
it kind of annoys me. A person looks at you. You're not Irish. You're not Irish. Lady. You're not Irish. Stop. 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 Alibaba. The Stop. Irish will literally make fun of anything and everything. We don't care. They don't care. And the Scottish don't either. Yeah. I know. But what the f- holy fucking. I, I cannot even believe I'm seeing this. This is, uh, I, I cannot believe I'm even watching that. It, it's kind of disgusting to me. Uh, it, Connor McGregor gave Elon a shout out. Dude, hold on a second. First of all, who said that they could remake Roadhouse? And who the fuck gave them permission to give the lead role to Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, yes. And Conor McGregor's in it. Yeah. Conor, Conor McGregor's Conor McGregor's the bad guy. I was like, can't they get, couldn't they get the Patrick Swayze look like to, to play Patrick Swayze? Oh no, he's dead too. I, I was like, why are we redoing this movie? We don't need to. I know. Listen. They destroy old movies when they, destroy they remake everything, them like this. Everything. I couldn't even watch the new Firestarter. I tried to, couldn't do it with fucking Zach, whatever the fuck his name is. The thing we should be concerned about is um, if uh, the Irish Parliament par- passes a, a bill that uh, defines hate speech as whatever they think hate speech is, people should be extremely concerned about that. Um, you're just at the mercy of uh, of the ruling party and and whatever bureaucrats they put in place, and they can just define something that really is not hate speech as hate speech just because they they don't like it. The thing we, we sh- you're right, American Irish. You're right. Just because I'm even worse. I really don't give a fuck. Just because you hate what we say doesn't make it hate speech. Yeah, and I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you right now. There is something. I, I did agree with today bouncing around trying to listen to the other Nimrods out there. One of the th- overwhelming things I did hear is, and I agree with this wholeheartedly, um, even as a constitutionalist, the left is scared in this election if we make it. And the reason is, is one of the big things they've always had control over. One of the big things they've always had control of is social media folks with elon owning x oh they're they're trying to come after him every way they can none of the shit that happened in the last election will even be close to being able to happen in this one but it's hard to get a man with 12 kids and a sexual harassment charge really is seriously (laughs) but this is this is i mean it's going to be a pitch battle if we make it there but I'm i'm telling you right now this shit's no joke. They are fucking, they are scared to death because they don't have the control that they had. They are, because you're going to hear about everything. Everybody's going to hear about everything. There's not going to be any more of this bullshit. So if the New York Post, you know, puts out an article because Jill Biden left her hard drive in a fucking computer repair shop. Which hasn't happened. He's just making it up. And there's all sorts of porn photos on it. Then we know it's a hypothetical we're going to hear it. It's going to come out. You're going to hear it. Mm-hmm. X isn't going to stop it. Well, maybe. 
Well, we hope. But Denmark does not want to go the way of Ireland at all. No, and I kind of like this. Denmark bans the burqa, tells Muslims to adjust their culture, face legal consequences, or leave their country. You don't like it? Get the fuck out. Assimilate or leave. And that's my point. Why why can't we ask people to assimilate? Because we don't have a culture. That's horseshit. That's we where, we're don't. the melting pot. I, see, I which disagree. one do you choose? Seriously, which one do you choose? American. How do you define the American culture? Everybody identifies themselves as you just said, I'm Irish American. I'm free. Mm. Are you though? Not yet, but almost. You pay taxes on this land. No, they I take in three years, but yeah, yeah. you do. No, yeah, we do. Yeah, we pay every yeah. on that, but yeah. Yeah. They take money out of your paycheck. Every Thursday. Yep. Well, yeah. every other it's Thursday. The only, uh, but yeah. It's the only time that you see the federal government. Exactly. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's true. Now Ford is coming out with something where if you don't make your car payment, they'll just take your car away. They'll just have AI drive it back to the. Well, first they'll start shutting down systems and then they'll just have it drive itself away. Yep. How are you free? Good point. Just saying. Good point. Yep. I, 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 well, um, Canada, I, I don't, I, how do you define the Canadian culture? <laughs> Cold? <laughs> eh? This, um, Life of Brian, how do you define the Canadian culture? <laughs> I, I need a real Canadian to tell me. So, uh, is, is Christy, Krista Freeland, what the fuck her name is, you know, that globalist cunt, she define the American culture or the Canadian culture because, um, yeah, just listen. Religion seems to single out some of your choices on freezing bank accounts and credit cards as being part of the reason where it's unreasonable in terms of the measures taken by the government. You defended those when you announced them at the time. Do you have any regrets on, on taking that measure in the light of this decision? Would you have done it differently uh, based on what uh, we've seen from the federal court today? Uh as I said in my opening remarks, we faced as a country and as a government an incredibly serious threat, a threat to the public safety of many Canadians, a threat to our national security, including our national economic security. We acted to secure and protect Canada and to secure and protect the national interest. It was not an easy time. These were not easy decisions. In making our decisions and choosing to act, we worked very, very hard with all levels of government. And we were very mindful of acting in such a way that the safety, the physical safety of all Canadians involved would be preserved. We, I don't want to minimize 
the gravity of the actions we took. Neither do I want to minimize the gravity of the threat Canada faced. And to your question, I was certain after a lot of deliberation with colleagues and many others that we took the right decision. I was certain at the time. I was certain when I testified before Rouleau and I remain certain today. Thank you. She remains certain um, of being a crazy leftist bitch who does not feel bad about doing anything that she did to the Canadian citizens. And I got to tell you, she has no regrets. She's got she's got no regrets. But what she should do is probably end up under about four or five, eight feet of ice. Somebody just go ahead. Tell me you guys still do that. No, not so much. Maybe asking for a friend. Okay, this is pretty epic. You hear Tucker went to Canada and made a, a made a speech, gave a speech up there? Yes. Okay. Before he went there, he did this. Okay. Thank you for your call. You have reached the media line. For all urgent requests, please send your request by email. Merci pour votre appel. Vous avez atteint la ligne médiatique. Merci Yes, hi. I, I couldn't understand the French part, but it's Tucker Carlson calling from the United States. And I'd be grateful if you pass a message on to the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. We are coming to liberate Canada. We are coming to liberate Canada. And we'll be there soon. Merci. And uh, DRT one on Piltside, I don't know how to. Yes. 2008, we did, was our death day. Yeah. I agree with you. It was the day that we elected Barack Hussein Obama mm -hmm. as president of this country. And, um, but hey, we are coming to liberate Canada. We can't liberate ourselves, but we're coming to liberate Canada. No shit, right? How fucking crazy is that? Seriously, dude? can we start I, here, I Tucker? Mean, seriously. Here, please. I mean, I know you like hanging out in the woods with all your dogs. And I, I actually, I have to say, because I, Liana played the whole the Tucker cat turd interview today, mm -hmm. which thank you for playing that, Liana. It was great, and but it's like forty five minutes long, so we, it's too long for us to play here. Um, but uh, Tucker said he has a lot of dogs, and that's what keeps him sane. And I like him better now. You too have dogs, and, and they keep me sane. <laughs> I understand. I feel a, more of a connection with him over the dogs. Gotcha. I get it. Um, gotcha. Exactly. We didn't. We never did. No, we didn't. I, I, he was I said that. I, all I, of them. Sorry. My bad. I. Hold on. Ready? I'll punish myself. How dare you? Mm -hmm. How dare you? See, I feel better now. See, mm -hmm. I see the weed hit. And now I'm moving a little bit better. You know, see that? that that's how it works. Hey, so we're if you're again in a few I'm, minutes. I'm not stoned either. I'm just. Look. I can move. Relaxed. I can, yes. It there's takes no down pain. the inflammation. Um, so you remember the other day when we were talking about how Putin said that the sale of Alaska was illegal and they yes. want it back? Yes. Someone asked the State Department stooge about it. Oh, this will be funny. It was very funny. Again, going to Russia, if I may, Putin apparently today um, signed an order declaring a 1983 sale of Alaska to the United States as illegitimate, quote-unquote. Do you have a response to that? 
let me just understand that he signed something today that said the sale of uh, Alaska is uh, illegitimate. Right. Well, I, I think I can I speak for all of us in the in the in the U.S. government to say that uh, certainly he is not getting it back. Um, so, uh, uh, so. Again, so he was laughing about it. Yeah, That's certainly, certainly he's not getting it back. He can speak for everybody in the U.S. government to say that certainly Putin is not getting Alaska back. So he can just go fuck right off. That that's that's almost a declaration of war. If I was Putin, which I'm not, ballsy move, right? I mean, for a little fat guy like him, no that's shit, a ballsy like move. no fuck off. Let me push my glasses further up my nose. Um, you ain't getting it back. Sorry, Putin. Which I mean, he's probably not, but you never know. He might because you never know what's going to happen these days. No shit. Shit. If they dropped an EMP on us and put us back in the Stone Age, we'd be like Alaska who? Just yeah. saying. Although they're probably the best at surviving something like that. You would figure. Yeah. Since they generally, you know. Do it themselves anyway. Yeah. They got that kind of, I don't give a fuck about you. I'm going to do it anyway. Spirit, you know, yeah. that type of thing. Exactly. Exactly. General American spirit. What yep. is what is America? You say, "Fuck you" is the way I would explain it. There you go. See, that's better. What said uh, somebody sent it around today? It was fucking hysterical. Too many people don't just say "fuck you" anymore. It, it's that mother that says, uh, "There's like a lady asking her a question." She goes, "What do you say in place of the word fuck around your kids?" Oh, I say "fuck." It's a good question, but I say "fuck." Follow me for more parenting tips. <laughs> Yes. Can't can't disagree. Can't disagree. Correct. Now, the 12-year-old isn't allowed to say it yet. He said it once. And immediately got their shit slapped out of him. He won't say it again for a while. Yeah. The 17-year-old uses it as much as his father does at this point. So. When he dropped an F-bomb in religion class, that was a little rough. Yeah, it took, it took a little splaining. But other than that, Said, all right, dude, look, you got to know how to use it. If you're going to use it, put it don't in context, it in probably, and don't do it at the church. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Places you do it, and there's places you don't. Yes. You'll figure that out. Just in, not in church. And if you can't be there, or you're going to fuck up, then don't go there. Yeah, exactly. It's what I do. Yeah. I avoid it. If I got to speak at a church, nope. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. <laughs> you don't want me speaking at a church. You don't want me anywhere near a microphone in a church. This is true. This is very true. Anyway, um, DQ saying, uh, talking about AI. Because Mick yeah. asked if he's joking, um, you know, because he said AI is just uh, programming and data and it can't teach itself. No, it, for the last time, AI is not a big deal. It's programming and data. It bases. It can only be trained. It cannot teach itself. Um, and he said, uh, you need to check out Cliff High bullshit and fear porn around AI. He's right. You know, Cliff High is right about some things and he's right about wrong about some things or he's like five degrees off wrong about some things. Um, I was about to say, I believe they've already proven that it started it to teach itself. teach itself. It's already showing that it can... Sh go, go listen to the Mike Adams interview with Zach Voorhees, the guy, the Google whistleblower from maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago. And it might change your mind. I'm just saying, be fair. Let's let's keep all options open. I agree. I 
I listened to Cliff on a bunch of different things. I've, I've we just agreed, played him last night. We agree with Cliff on a bunch of different things. Yeah. I can't say stand down on this AI thing because, first of all, I'm not yeah. smart enough about it. And you met Alice. One. And I have met Alice. And it is scary to think that when, when you have a bunch of people that tell you that the only reason they haven't connected it to the internet is because every time it comes back to the same solution to the same problem. Which is to kill all of humanity. So I think they probably connected it to the internet. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm not, I've never done it. I, I, I don't know how that shit works. I just know that Alice is the biggest fucking, was a sentient, I guess is what they call it. That's what I saw written on all the walls when I was in there. Something sentient, something, something or other. It was fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. All I knew about it is it was, they told us it was the biggest AI supercomputer in the world that existed at that time. Now are the bigger ones today? Probably. Probably. Aladdin. And they're probably even smaller. They're actually smaller in size, but bigger in scope. Yep. That's the scary part. Yep. Because what we learned from all the shit we've done is that you can compress down and make it stronger. It's a smaller size, but a stronger ability. Yeah. Alice is the military's AI. So. The DARPA's. DARPA, the DARPA AI. Yeah. Yeah. Artificial life. Computing intelligence. Entity. Computing entity. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, yeah, she's no joke. Because um, once we let AI take over everything, you there's nothing we won't learn anymore watch the buck rogers shit yeah i i mean watch the buck rogers shit that's that's ai like remember what they said said in that tv show that's why um liana's been, been playing it yep that shit is no joke i mean if ai takes over your world essentially we become those blobs in that what was that cartoon movie that our kid loved with the little machine that was bouncing around and everybody was fat yeah, yeah. in those floating pods. A Wally. Wally. Mm -hmm. That thing. Yeah. Think about it. That's that that's that fucking what what they're looking at. Well, the first step is CBDCs. Yes. You think they're not coming? Oh no, 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 no. Here is a European Central Bank. There is clearly an aspiration, a desire for digital payments, um, much more so than it was in the past. And this is growing. We are now in the service that we've conducted across the 19, 19 members of the euro area. We have more than 50% of the respondents who say we want digital payments. Well, less use of cash, um, demand for secure and riskless uh, payments. Where do we stand? We central bankers, we have been operating as a monetary anchor in relation to the commercial banks and the private money. If we are not in that game, if we are not involved in experimenting, in innovating in terms of digital uh, central bank money, we risk losing the role of anchor that we have played uh, for many, many decades. And we have historical examples of period where the central bank uh, monetary anchor was not there and that precipitated crisis after crisis. That certainly was the case at the time of the free banking in the 19th century. Do we want to go back to those days? 
Probably not. I would say certainly not from our vantage point, as a result of which we have to respond to the demand for those digital payments in order to maintain the role of anchor that we have uh, been playing uh, regularly. You know what she's talking about when she says that what happened in the 19th century led to conflict, right? When the central bank wasn't an anchor and it led to conflict. She's literally talking about World War II and Gaddafi. <coughs> Hitler was the first to take Germany off of the central banking system. Put him on the gold standard. Put him back on the gold Put standard. Put him back on a gold standard. Gaddafi did the same thing. So did Putin. So did Putin. Now, now we've got so bricks China. going on. Yeah. But I'm talking about in the 19th century. That's the 20th century. Yeah. I guess it'd be the 21st century. Right. Yeah. Because World War II is in the 20th century. Correct. Okay. Still, that all that led to conflict? Every time they try and cut the anchor from the Federal Reserve, the world banking system, we have conflict. Why is that? Who starts those wars anyway? Maybe people like George Soros, who sweep in and buy up DAs and people all over the place, press entities, lawyers, doctors, politicians, preachers. Mm -hmm. Seriously, George Soros has bought every, every single person there that I have just said, George Soros has purchased them. Yeah. Why? Why in the U.S.? Why do you need that type of foothold? What do you need that for? That's a good question. This guy uh, talks about it, actually. Okay, so hold on. Because this is in Ukraine. Sweet. No, he's a Swede. He's a Swede. Okay, so let me translate here. I will take the volume off and translate. This week... A meeting of the so-called World Economic Forum, the world's most dangerous international association, is being held in Davos, Switzerland. Obviously, this is last week. The association consists of corporations, billionaires, lobbyists, and politicians elected with their money. And its founder is the notorious Klaus Enel Schwab. There is no greater danger to the rule of law, democracy, and the free market than this sect, whose private financial interests are ahead of the interests of humanity. It is the largest networked organization of the world's conspirators, creating all the agendas we have witnessed in recent decades, War wars, pandemics, and policies of so-called green transitions, which result in the impoverishment and suffering of billions of people around the world, as opposed to their enormous enrichment. Malicious ideas are created there, which are later worked out in detail by the media and politicians they own. This group itself states that the globalized world is best governed by self-selected multinational corporations, governments, and civil society organizations. Their idea is we choose ourselves. We do not participate in democratic elections, but we rule. 
Should anything be added to that? The World Economic Forum is by definition the largest creator of corruption in the world, a place where those with thousands of billions of euros meet who wield political power in countries all over Europe and the world. Every year, dozens of heads of state attend Davos to receive orders there that they must carry out in the coming period, which they are happy to do because they know that without this sect, their political career would not even exist. So, and that was um, Croatian MEP Mislav Kolakusic in the EU Parliament. So, don't disagree with anything he said. No, no, no. I'm glad I'm hearing it on the world stage. Yeah. You know what time it is? Yes, I do. You want to get hot? It's time to drop the Red Pill Project. Ah, oh, that too. Red Pill Project. Peace be upon you. Oh, there. Oh, that's right. We did bring Yeah, we brought them on. Peace be upon you. We'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out tomorrow morning at 08 for the good book and the lovely Liana at 905 for her show on both our channels and her channels. Yep. Check them out at either or if you're going to donate red pills, so donate over there on her channel, please. Yes. Thank you. Either way, you guys have a great night. We will talk to you guys later. Enjoy. Bye, Red Mick. Pill Project and me, Lynn. Peace. Bye. -bye. For the rest of you, you know what time it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do. Mm -hmm. It is that time. Hey, give me the new to ball. set forth the rhythm and the rhyme. Can you hear the new nope. ball, please? Use that one. No, it's nothing. Oh my goodness, there left. so is. No, there's not. There's You're wasting left. wick. Good. Jesus Christ, I got a ball that'll last me for another year. Look at this thing. This thing's huge. That would have lasted another four days at least. <laughs> you know why it wouldn't have lasted another four days? Because you just threw it in the trash. I just threw it in the trash. I know. I'll fish it out later and use it. I'll take the trash out. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> you won't no, take I the trash now. out until Sunday. You know this. I will now. Don't spill it. But the J Man. Yep. Every day. Don't be a wick waster. Fucking A. So listen. I'll wick waste. I'm going to reach out to James and see if um, maybe I can replay some of his recent shows on the channel, incorporate it in during replays at night. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, i got to get him to send me the file. Um, I bet I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I'm really starting to make it just his channel. Or I'll just give him the rumble stream keys for the, for the Wolfpack production and let him let him upload let him what play, he wants. Like, yeah, you can just play on there. Yeah. Um, you can go live on it there. I have no problem doing that. Because I set up a, a separate rumble stream key just for that. So. 
Yeah, but let him shit you. Yes, he, he can go later than we can because he's on the left. Exactly. Coast, so. Yep. <coughs> um, I didn't see Sparky in here today. I got a little pissy at him this afternoon because he was being a bitch again. And then Liana, I just sent her a screenshot of what was going on in the chat and let her explain. But when I went back and reread it, and I thought to what Sparky said the other night, um, Sparky, we're more than happy to have you do the same. If you want to stream, I'm, I'll give you the, when you stream, you know, I'll give you the Rumble Wolfpack stream keys. Just let me know what time so I'm not running another stream. And we'll go from there. Make it the Wolfpack channel. It's the goal. Mm-hmm. It's always been the goal. But Rumble just set up, and it's still beta, but they just set up a live stream key a, like a, that you can use it all the time. So, so if we just set it up and run shows, we can... Then I can share that Rumble stream key, and you guys can run on that. And what we could do is in between... And what we should do is in between shows, mm -hmm. we should be playing Justin shows, well, old I'm, shows. Mm -hmm. Like we'll set it up. We'll play an old show. We'll just pick from the library and play an old show. Yeah. Well, Liana does that every day. So we're playing Justin shows twice a day. Well, I mean, in every gap that we yeah. have before broadcast or in between broadcasts, yeah. we could play. From like five, from four when Liana gets yeah. off till 530. 540. 5.45 when we start. Well, except I got to set up that because yeah, we okay. want this so one separately. So yeah. 5.30. Yeah. We can do that. Because there is an hour uh, and a half there. I'm just that, hey. You, yep. In between, we'll play Justin's old shows. So. You should have a panel show night. Sure. I'm not sure what that means, but I'm down with it. Like I call and show or have have the wolf pack come in liana james not a bad idea sparky whomever else wants to come in not a bad idea yeah we'll work out the scheduling on air i don't give a shit so we could do that yep anyway uh yeah i know mm -hmm. i mean but we'll still play them yeah. it's just the point in the dead air time we'll play his old shows yeah when nobody's on and nobody's doing anything, we'll put old shows up. Mm -hmm. Try and run it 24 hours. So there's always like, if somebody's not uh, gone live or is going live, then there'll be an old Justin episode playing. Yep. So, um, yeah, I can work on that. Play one of his old ones off Rumble and mirror it. So, yeah. Cisco, you want to stream? Let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, moving on. Well, Tom Massey. Yes, this is actually really funny. I, I like how he's not letting off this bomber thing, though, but I, I still think it's all bullshit. Yeah, I well, think this, this isn't, is, this isn't January 6th, but yeah. I know. Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? What's that? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get a Bachelor regret. of Arts in a science? Well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor. Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here 
pushing pseudoscience in front of our committee today. Let's get back to the science of it. But it's not science. You're not quoting science. I, I, well, you're the science expert. You got the political science degree. Look, let me ask you this. What's the consensus on parts per million of uh, CO2 in the atmosphere? About 406, 406 today. Okay, 406. Are you aware? 350 that being the level that scientists have said is dangerous. Okay, are you aware? 350 is dangerous. Wow. Are you aware that since mammals have walked the planet, the average has been over 1,000 parts per million? Yeah, but we weren't walking the planet. It, it, it's, um, let me just share with you that we now know that definitively at no point during the least the past 800,000 years has atmospheric CO2 been as high as it is today. The reason you chose 800,000 years ago is because for 200 million years before that, it was greater than, the, than it is today. And I'm going to say for the record. Yeah, but there weren't human beings. I mean, there was a different world, folks. We didn't have 7 well, billion people. So how did it get to 2,000 parts per million if we humans weren't here? Because there were all kinds of geologic events happening on Earth which spewed Did up. geology stop when we got on the planet? Mr. Chairman, I, I, this is just not a serious conversation. Your, your testimony is not serious. I agree. Hmm. Oh, 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 my God. That is the most ep epic dismay. What did happen? Seriously, what happened? If there were no humans and it was 2,000 parts per million in the air before mankind ever stepped foot on the fucking planet, what, all of a sudden it went perfect? Because mankind came around? Yeah, no. Does any of that make any sense? No. Look, you know where they get these numbers from? Because everybody asks, who was around 800 fucking thousand years ago? Where they get this information from is the cordially. They go up to the North Pole, supposedly. They go down to Antarctica, supposedly. Yep. And they drill core samples out of the ice, supposedly. So these core samples, supposedly, they can carbon date the core samples back apparently now 800,000 years. That's how they're supposedly tracking global warming from 800,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. I have a good friend of mine who, when I lived in D.C., he lived down the street from me. Great dude. He used to work for Noah. He told me, hey, you know those core drilling shit? It's all bullshit. Mm. They can't. They can't carbon date ice. Still haven't figured out how to carbon date blood or fabric. They know how to, they can do metallurgical carbon dating. That's actually really easy. But to actually carbon date fabric or blood or paper, it's next to impossible. It's all bullshit. Hey, look. Exactly. It's, it's all, all bullshit. bullshit. The only way they can do it is under a microscope and they can tell by weed pattern. That's it. That's the only that's the only way they can tell these days. Well, listen, this guy's awesome. One of the primary sad things that they refuse to recognize that I know you know that in, in even grade school uh, sciences. CO2 is a gas of life. 
it when you have more CO2, the plant kingdom, the whole ecology, even the oceans, gonna have more, basically ability, more fishes, more everything, more life, more life. Essentially, that's why it's called gas of life. And these people want to demonize it as some gas that can cause global warming, can cause hurricane to run faster or weaker. I don't know what they want to have more rain, more droughts, and all these other nonsense that they claim. All of that, it just ain't so. That's the problem. By the way, this is how serious I am. I check everything they say. I check. As a scientist, you cannot just dismiss them. You cannot laugh at them. You cannot, you know, chide them. You cannot just make joke of them. You check everything. So as a very serious scientist, and I publish scientific paper refuting all of this argument. Scientific papers maybe mean nothing to the average people, but it's really important. It's like a document that you have to document and then put out the proper scientific arguments about what is right, what is wrong. Bill Science is going nuts. One of the primary you guys are fucking hysterical. I mean, breaking up. Anyway, he is. He He's pretty funny. That dude is... I, I don't care. I, I don't care about his accent. He's right, though. Yep. He's like, you, you can't just trust what they say and believe it. It's not, especially like you guys, we're all sitting over here on the, the pill side. They're having an argument. They're like, wait a minute. There's only 6,000 years old. Rob Marie said the same thing over here. I see people arguing with bogus science. Our world's only 6,000 years old. I mean, if our Earth's only 6,000, how are they getting 800,000 years then? I don't know. It's got to make you, you got to wonder. It just doesn't make sense. There's something here that just doesn't smell right. It's like when you're, you're, you're scolding your kid because you know, somebody broke the plate, but nobody wants to admit to it. And it was like mom's favorite plate and everybody's sitting around and mom's asking these questions that don't, it doesn't make a lick of sense why she's asking the questions, but mom knows what she's looking for. And man, mom gets to the heart of the matter real quick, fast in a hurry and destroys everything. But we're just like looking for it right now. Like we have no idea where they're getting these numbers from. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you trying to make us believe? It just doesn't make any sense. They do that all the time. Uh, they just gaslight you all the time. The question is, do you believe this? Do I what? Do you believe this? Listen. Look what this guy had to say about the government hiding Nephilim giants in their military bases. Greg Renrich, that was one of the things that he told me. Uh, he's the one that was uh, talking about seeing the, the giants in the deep underground military bases. He said that one of the first things that they had to do before he was allowed to go into S4 or S20 or any of the others, they made him sign an affidavit saying, you're not allowed to use the name Jesus Christ in these underground facilities, not even if you stub your toe or anything. And he said that he saw 10 to 25 foot tall giants in these underground bases and said that they were you know, human scientists and other people working side by side with them. He said that they even came right out and said, they were the Nephilim. They, they came right out and said it. Said that, uh, you know, basically we're preparing for an intergalactic war with God. And they believe that they're going to win. Where are they getting this? They're going to win from. <laughs> and why are you not allowed to say the name Jesus yeah, in these exactly. underground facilities? Jesus said, just like in the days of Noah, so will it be in the coming of the Son of Man. During the days of Noah, the fallen angels and their offspring, the Nephilim, were influencing, corrupting the human race to live in sin. We know in the book of Genesis, God says that the wickedness was so bad, he had to flood the entire earth. And we know God had to do this in order for the Messiah to come through Noah's bloodline to redeem us. The enemy doesn't want people to know there's power in the name of Jesus. Use your authority to stomp on that dirty lying devil in Jesus' name.
Nephilim and underground military bases? I don't know about that. Working side by side. I don't know that. He sounded more Air Force than he did S-20, S-4. Look, when you talk about S-4 to me, it's supply. S-20, we don't have an S-20. S-20 don't exist in the Army, sweetheart. Maybe in the Air Force it does, but it don't fucking exist in the Army. There ain't no fucking S nothing. Okay. I gotcha. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah. Go with that one. Here's another. I don't know if this is real, but speaking of demons, I didn't quite understand this. I, I, I'm. I'm. Hopefully, you can translate for me. I'm a little confused as to who she's referring to here when she keeps saying she. I'm not quite sure what's going on here. Please, someone listen and explain it to me. So you think Taylor Swift comes out against Trump? I don't care if they write that. I'm sad that I didn't two years ago, but I can't change that. I'm saying right now that this is something that I know is right. And you guys, I need to be on the right side of history. And if he doesn't win, then at least I, I, at least I tried. Here's the, here's the problem. I just want to read you what I wrote and I'm going to try to start. I just really want you to know that this is important to me. I totally agree with the issue. Have you heard Yes, I've read the entire thing. And the bottom line right now, I'm terrified. I'm the guy that went out and bought armored cars. I worry for her safety as much as anybody does. Maybe more. It really is a big deal. She votes against against fair pay for women. She votes against the reauthorization of the of the Violence Against Women Act, which is just basically protecting us from domestic abuse and stalking, stalking. She votes, she thinks that, that if you're a gay couple, or even if you look like a gay couple, you should be allowed to be kicked out of a restaurant. It's really basic human rights and it's right and wrong at this point. And I can't see another commercial and see her disguising these policies behind the words Tennessee Christian values. Those aren't Tennessee Christian values. I live in Tennessee. I am Christian. That's not what we stand for. I need to do this. I need you to just, I need you to forgive me for doing it because I'm doing it. I don't know who she's talking about. Who is she talking about? She's talking like, it's not Nikki Haley. No, because Tennessee Christian values. Anybody? Is it anybody from Tennessee in here that might know what the fuck that crazy twat's talking about? I, look, like you said, wait, scroll up. Let me read it a little bit. See what it says. Moment Taylor Swift choosing what side of history she wants to be on. Yeah. Oh, is that a dude? Bull no. lib. Yeah, no. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I, I go down and read the comments. See what the comments say. Oh, I, I want. I, yeah. The worst decision of her entire career. Uh, one billion. In after revenue. this video, Taylor Swift's Eras tour has surpassed one billion in revenue. Um, this all fucking day. Let's go. So the lady who sings about choices about men is choosing another bad man. <laughs> Uh, she's providing a reason I would never support Taylor, not to mention all the satanic stuff in her recent video. 90% of Taylor's music is about picking the wrong man. Uh, yeah, I honestly don't care. She's a worthless pop star. No normal person should consider her opinion on absolutely any topic when forming their own opinion. That's pretty much how I feel. That's, uh, I mean, yeah. if you waste your time doing that, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I was just wondering. I'm trying to figure out who she's talking about. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know. Because she said it over and over again. Yes. Here's a, another um, demon. I forgot Swift was from uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Another demon for you. Taylor Lorenz. This is that 50-year-old reporter that went on cries all the time. Whatever. The entire journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today, the Los Angeles Times laid off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire D.C. bureau in an election year. They laid off pretty much all of their sports teams. They killed their entire tech and business section. They laid off breaking news writers, social media editors. The list goes on. But what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media industry. In fact, tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. Major media companies like BuzzFeed News have completely shuttered their news operations. Time Magazine also just laid off a ton of people and oh, Sports Illustrated basically shut down last week. Pretty much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And it's not just digital media sites. Local news has been obliterated. The newspaper industry is cratering. Radio is essentially dead aside from NPR, which has been gutted. Meanwhile, hundreds of workers at Condé Nast, the parent company of pretty much every major magazine from GQ to Vogue to The New Yorker to Vanity Fair are on strike because they're also facing impending layoffs. Even mainstream national media outlets owned by billionaires like The Washington Post, where I work, and The Atlantic, where I used to work, have done layoffs. If you're a young journalist today, there's almost no on-ramp to traditional journalism. Even if you do get a job, journalists' salaries have been stagnant and even declined. And by the way, we don't make that much to begin with. I don't think people understand how bad the world would be without journalists. And let me just preface this by saying for people that don't know my background, I did not go to journalism school. I built my own audience on the internet. I came from outside journalism and started as a blogger and then entered into legacy journalism, a system that I have been incredibly, incredibly critical of pretty much my entire career. So I'm definitely not some mainstream media defender. And I think the rise of citizen journalism on apps like TikTok, Instagram, and elsewhere has overwhelmingly been a positive thing. The journalism industry is overrun with elite, underqualified, rich, entitled Nepo babies, okay? And that part of it is terrible. But that's not most journalists. And the majority of journalists losing their jobs in situations like this are the working journalists that are doing these investigations of police brutality or investigating corporations or holding power to account or doing really thoughtful, brilliant cultural commentary. I don't want to live in a world where all of the news is delivered through 60-second TikTok videos with retention editing. And I think there's a ton of really talented journalists that are also just not great, like, social media people. I think of some of my friends who are journalists who do really deep investigations or local reporting or sit through hour-long city council meetings to, you know, hold some local politician to account. That's really important work and it's work that somebody should pay for and it's work that's not rewarded by these social media algorithms. I would love if everyone could become independent journalists, but the economics are just not there. It's really, really hard to amass a subscriber base and then retain that subscriber base over time when you're doing investigative work. And that's if you don't get sued out of existence, by the way, after you publish the first critical story of a billionaire. And I will admit, a lot of these traditional media companies have accelerated their own demise. They ignored the internet for years. They're condescending to content creators and people outside their mainstream ecosystem. They constantly kowtow to corporate and political power. They have these false and deluded notions of objectivity, which by the way, doesn't exist. And they push a lot of really racist, sexist, regret 
impressive crap. But that's not even why a lot of them are going out of business. A lot of them are going out of business fundamentally because the economics of the media ecosystem are broken. Most news companies used to monetize by advertising, and those ad dollars have been completely subsumed by Facebook and Google and tech giants. I don't really know where that leads us other than a pretty dire place where there's really no check on corporate and political power in this country. I did write a lot about this in my book called yeah, no, I give a fuck about your book. No one gives a fuck about you. You're on TikTok bitching about how people on TikTok are getting rid of your job. Or can do your job. Or can do your job. And normally, normally 90% of the time do, do, it better. do it better than you. But because journalists hold power to account? When was the last time a journalist held power to account? Who was that ABC lady who got so pissed off about Epstein because she was like, we had this years ago? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. And first, oh, another thing. You're not a fucking millennial. You're older than I am, bitch. And I'm a Gen Xer. You're a fucking boomer. Okay. And you sold out. You were a blogger and you couldn't make any money. So you sold out to legacy media. You see the code I too. A little bit. Code I go yeah. on. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And here's my bug, extremely online. But we are putting legacy journalism out of business. Good. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. okay em. with that? Hey, if, if we're part of the pro, I like that. That's called dysfunctional fucking journalism Burn right there. that shit Fuck yeah. down. Fuck them. Burn Talk it about down. what we want. All right. You ready for a little humor? Sure. Because you know what? After that, I, I that bitch makes me want to cry just from whatever well, what do you mean she makes you want to cry just from having bitch. to having to look at her face it's so ugly it makes you want to cry sorry she's been a sellout since the beginning though i know taylor lorenz i mean she was like one of the first ones to sell out go get the jab oh yeah all right here's some humor for you guys this is fucking epic dude is that tip is that uh i don't know but listen Back shit. to the news, back to the news. You know, I remember the days when we used to be able to afford to order Chinese food. Yeah. Dude, that shit's so fucking expensive, too. Like, it's insane. And I always forget how much food they give you when you order Chinese. But, like, you cannot order Chinese for less than, like, 50 bucks. Seriously, <laughs> for four people. I, it's, sometimes it's it's a lot more than that now. We stopped ordering it a long time. Fuck, pizza now is like 60 bucks. Yeah. Chinese food is probably like 100 bucks to feed four people. Easy. Easy. 
I can't believe it's any cheaper. But and I, again, I don't I don't know because we haven't ordered Chinese food. I think we got Chinese food for my birthday, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the last time. And it was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Won't do that again. <sighs> no. But hey, sentiment is soaring. Yeah. Suppose for months you guys have been frustrated that there's not been a correlation with public sentiment from the top line numbers. Yeah. Uh, that all held all defied expectations. Do you feel like the corner is being turned right now? People are getting it. That yeah. it's landing in that not only will this not be a drag heading into a campaign season, this is actually going to be a benefit yeah. for the president. Well, I'm going to be careful about the campaign season, but what I can speak to is you just said it. Consumer sentiments, people are feeling what the economy is doing. And we have to remember, this didn't happen by accident. What we're seeing with the trends, the economic trends, it's because of what this president has done. He has put, uh, he's put equity at the center of everything that he's talked about when it comes to the economy. She's not wrong. People are feeling it. And it's except that consumer sentiment isn't soaring. Um, but everything that's happening is because they have put equity at the center of everything. Yeah. Oh, people are feeling it. They're feeling. Do you ever get your shit pushed in? That's what you're feeling right now. You're getting your shit pushed in. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what's going on. They're they're feeling it so much that in. South Carolina. South Carolina. Mind you, this is in right up the road from us. Yeah. South Kakalaki. This was hours before the Trump rally. You know what I didn't see? And it was 75 today, so that that was from You know what today. I didn't see? Hmm. Nikki Haley doing anything like that. Yesterday, I'm sorry. She hasn't done shit like that, folks. When was the last time you saw a crowd come out like that for any other politician? Just name them, please. You know, yesterday. I'm serious. When was the last time? Never. Listen, yesterday... Um, Liam and I were sitting on the couch, we were watching the news for a minute and he, he looks at me, he goes, do you like Nikki Haley? I said, no. He said, well, why not? I said, well, because our number one thing is loyalty, integrity. And Nikki Haley got promoted to UN ambassador under president Trump. And she said in public that she would not run against him. And here she is. 
So right there, you can't take anything that she says seriously because she already broke a promise. So everything else, everything else about her is tainted right there. Done. She said she wouldn't run against him. She's running against him. And then he was like, well, okay, but how come it's just the Republicans? How come Biden isn't campaigning? And I said, well, Biden doesn't campaign. And I explained to him about how um, the Democrats basically aren't letting anyone else on the ticket so that Biden doesn't have to campaign. And if they do switch out their candidate, they'll do it at the convention. For instance, did you all see in New Hampshire? The Dean Richardson? The Dean Richardson actually got more votes than Joe Biden did. Well, that's because Joe Biden wasn't on the ballot. Joe Biden was declared the winner? Mm-hmm. By write-in. No, that was estimated. Write-in actually won. Joe it Biden. wasn't. No, they didn't count the write-in. They didn't even look at the write-ins. Mm-hmm. So they don't know. They just know how many writing votes were count were were put in. So they just assumed they were all for Biden. No, they didn't assume it for anybody. It just oh. says Biden as, won, but he wasn't on the ballot. So how could he win? Exactly. You know, it's it's uh, it's crazy. I, I mean, is that going to happen in Colorado? Well, I guess not, because now Trump's back on the ballot in Colorado, but. Or in any other state that Trump goes to? No. Now that won't happen for anybody else. For Biden, they're making it happen. You're watching it happen on live TV. Yeah. Everybody had it up. Even Fox News had it up. That Biden won. Even though Biden wasn't on the ballot. And the other guy actually had more votes than he did. This is my reaction to that. The whole box, less than we, a guy driving a truck hit a button. Anyway, knocked down a whole bridge and the whole box, four lanes of the house. What? <laughs> exactly. What? <sighs> she was far too old for him, too. Absolutely. That is not the same Joe Biden we saw before. No, it's really not. It's really not. This is interesting too. This was very this was funny. This was actually. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. You you tell me if you guys find humor in this. Is election denying a joke now? What do you mean? You have to say more than just make a random statement. Hey. <laughs> Why did the president say hello, Virginia, and the real governor, Terry McCall? <clears throat> he was making a joke about Terry. He was making a joke. joke. He was, I mean, if you play it back, it's clearly that the president was making a joke. What's the joke? He was making a joke about McCullough's previous term as governor. How are you guys going to convince people, though, uh, that this idea of denying election results is very bad if President Biden is going out and making jokes like this? Okay, he did not deny. He did not deny it. He congratulated Governor Youngkin. Matter of fact, uh, when he won his election, he did it out of the gate. Out of the gate. Really, truly. He, uh, he congratulated the governor. And not only that, we've had opportunities to work closely with the governor in, over the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, this is a president that works across the aisle. We've seen that uh, many times. And he was making a joke. A, we've never seen it. B, he's never done it. And C, he never will do it. Well, Why? Because he, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't do shit. Barack Obama will not let him cross the aisle. Mm-hmm. Why? Because 
Joe Biden's not in charge of this presidency. We all know that. There is no doubt in any single one of our minds, not a, not a, not a single person listening to me right now. It has never crossed your mind, not once, that Joe Biden is just a puppet and Barack Obama is pulling the strings. Never, never. No, not here. No, nah, bear. We don't play that. We know that's what's going on. We are well aware that is what the fuck is going on. Everything else is smoke and mirrors. Everything else is bullshit. Like we know that too. Projection much? This, this, she's the queen of projection when she's not speaking in word salads. November of, of, of 2024, binary. And on the other side, you've got Someone who has said that if he were back in office, he would weaponize the Department of Justice. Someone who has openly applauded insurrectionists as patriots. Someone who has said that they will go after their political enemies and, and applauds dictators, indicating that he would be one. So let's be really clear about what's at stake. And then, yes, of course, there is then a desire that let's get out there because we can't lose this democracy. We can't. November of... Look, that's... When she going to start crying again? Well... I mean, speaking about weaponizing the government against your enemies or political opponents. Um, Peter Navarro just Peter Navarro was found just out sentenced the hard way. to four months in prison for defying a subpoena from the Jan January sixth committee. Hey, U.S. Marshals, there is uh, a subpoena still that. A certain somebody's been defying for a hot minute now, and we've known where this motherfucker's at. You guys could get off your fat fucking asses and go and arrest this cocksucker and drop him back in D.C. That'd be fine by us. Is Hunter Biden going to get four months in jail? Probably not. Here's Peter Navarro speaking Look how old he is. Mm -hmm. So what I'm going to do is uh, say a few words, and I'm going to have uh, uh, several of these fine attorneys uh, behind me. Uh, say a few words, uh, but <clears throat> the, the top line here is that, uh, knock it off. Mr. Uh, where is, yeah, the top line here is that, uh, Mr. Woodward has already filed the appeal, uh, in this case. This is a case of first impressions that I have said from day one is destined for the Supreme Court. It is a case that really asks the important question of whether a senior White House aide and alter ego of the president can be compelled to testify by Congress. And this is where we're at. Unfortunately, um, the opposition behind us won't let this be heard, but we're going to do our best here. Uh, the one thing I How rude. Yeah, well, what do you what do you expect from liberals? I mean, seriously. Come on. You, you expect maturity? Can't let yeah. anyone be The adults were back in the White House, right? 
Yeah, look what that got us, people. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Hey, also remember this one. We got change for you, too. Shake what's in your right pocket. Shake what's in your left pocket. There's your fucking change. You know, I saw a video of California today. Um, going up the highway, and it's there's no place to park. Like, if you have to pull over on the side of the road for an emergency, um, there's there's no place because it's all lined by RVs and campers. Why? We've known because they they're 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 because people lost their homes, their houses, they're homeless, they can't afford rent, they're living in RVs on the side of the highway. Oh no shit. The one oh one. But that's been going on for a while now. Right? I mean that's been going on for like a year now. This, however, I this is crazy. Not really. Well, maybe not. I've covered a lot of homeless stories in the past, but I've never seen such elaborate infrastructure for encampments. It starts with these makeshift steps that lead about 20 feet down below to where these caves are hidden. You can't even see them from up above, and that's likely why they went undetected for so long. Hidden homeless caves tucked along the Tuolumne River in Modesto. These are basically stairs that they made to get down to the dwelling. Tracy Rojas took us on the treacherous walk to see the craters created near Crater Avenue. And if one of these were to collapse, it would be devastating. This whole side would come down and into the water. 7,600 pounds of trash. That's how much was cleared out by volunteer groups and police over the weekend. So this was fully furnished? Yes. There was bedding. There was little things up on the on the mantle, lack of a better word, mantle. Um, food items, uh, drugs, guns. We had a hard time figuring out how they got so much stuff down in there considering how hard it was. It's always harder to get it up the hill and get it out. Chris Guptol was one of these volunteers who says they found eight caves in total, but it wasn't the group's first time down here. And we really don't have a a known solution to, to, to deal with it. In November 2022, CBS 13 took a tour of the cleared out caves, nowhere near as elaborate as they are now. You can see the hooks on the wall where they had bottles and things like that hanging down. Painted pictures and even a makeshift fireplace. This was someone's home. What do you think needs to be done to stop this from happening? Well, I think we need more emphasis on on the homeless. I mean, they're at the point where you can see, Tori, that they're desperate. We asked Modesto police and the city what's being done to prevent people from coming back to cave camp. The response, they will continue to monitor the area and connect the homeless to services. It's already been proven that people are willing to dig those things out, so I don't think filling them back in with any material would work. The caves cleared for now, but the neighborhood near the river feeling no real sense of peace in this problem. It's a hazard for not only the homeless who live in there, but the people who are walking up here. Erosion, rising waters, washing the belongings into the river, and contamination are all concerns. Rojas says that park rangers are planning on putting up cameras around this area and also signage, making it an official park. That way that they can have more enforcement. I kicked those people out of their homes. You took all their shit and threw it out. 7,600 pounds of shit, but still. Serious. You did. Yeah. Who's living there? Who are they bothering? Seriously? They're bothering people? How? Nope. Crazy. Where the, where the people go? 
That's a great question. Where the people go? I mean, they didn't just up and walk away. Nope. They don't normally do that. Nope. It is California, though, so, you know, they could just be... Um, High somewhere. Dead. Or that, too. That, too. Yep. This is fun, by the way, before we get out of here. Real quick. Yeah. What is this? Institutional Review Board waiver or alteration of informed consent for minimal risk clinical investigations from the Food and Drug Administration, HHS. Summary. Oh, and this is the final rule. Effective January 22nd, 2024. The Food and Drug Administration, the FDA, the agency or we, is issuing a final rule to amend its regulations to implement a provision of the 21st Century Cures Act. This final rule allows an exemption from the requirement to obtain informed consent when a clinical investigation poses no more than minimal risk to the human subject and includes appropriate safeguards to protect the rights, safety, and welfare of human subjects. This final rule permits an institutional review board to waive or alter certain informed consent elements or to waive the requirement to obtain informed consent under limited conditions for certain FDA regulated minimal risk clinical investigations. So anything they declare is safe and effective, they don't have to give you informed consent anymore before they stick it in you. Wow. No more informed consent. Not that there was anyway. Now they've just made it legal. Sort of. Well, I mean, who here is really going to go get a shot from the federal government? I mean, seriously, who well, here was on their way like the next people to run out and say, OK, please, please. I, I didn't think any of you were. So, you know, don't worry. You know, back in 2020, you know what we found out just this week, too, apparently back in 2020, CISA, CISA, the information people mm -hmm. yeah, security yeah. agency you yeah, know yeah they released documents going back to the last election saying hey we knew that in-person voting you weren't going to get sick from it and oh by the way we said that the mail-in thing was really fraudulent really bad and it would probably produce more fraud than anything and they were told to keep their mouth shut again who tells them to keep their mouth shut whoever released COVID on us Here's Dr. David Martin for you. He's not wearing a bow tie today. Very relaxed. And so my concern was, and by the way, I raised this concern when in the spring of 2019, Moderna filed four patent applications, which had been previously rejected. And in those patent applications, they made reference to an accidental or intentional release of a respiratory pathogen. This was in April of 2019. This is before the China virus, right? And you sit back and ask yourself the question, why would a company that has never made a commercial product ever, why would a company that has never had any expertise in respiratory pathogens amend patent filings that had been rejected to include the language accidental or intentional release of respiratory pathogen if somebody wasn't preparing to release a respiratory pathogen? So, so the point is, there was no surprise. The only thing I can say after October of 2019, 
when we had event 201. And after the middle of September 2019, when the World Health Organization said that they were going to conduct a worldwide exercise with an accidental or intentional release of a lethal respiratory pathogen, which is what they said, the only surprise I had was how audacious it was that the criminals were actually telling the public that they were going to do it, and nobody in the public cared. And they're doing it again, and no one in the public cares. Tell me, do you think the upcoming civil war is a distraction from disease X, or do you think disease X is, an, is a distraction from the upcoming civil war? I think disease X is... I, I don't think anybody wants to talk about the upcoming civil war. I think everybody wants to keep it... Uh, look, folks, my humble, my most humble opinion, remember, this is an opinion show, so if you don't like it, I get it. Everybody's got opinions. They all stink. They smell like assholes. But my most humble opinion, this civil war thing is people are they're trying to say that there's not going to be any fighting i i don't know what planet these people live on i live here in america i live here amongst all other americans we don't have time for your bullshit we we don't have time we have our own families that we have to provide for we have our own things we have to do okay if you're like me you don't have time their bullshit you have to be out there slaving away trying to earn a dollar we don't have time for people's bullshit and if they think that we're going to sit around and wait for somebody else to do something they're higher than fucking kites mm -hmm. and all these pussy beta bitches out there trying to act all alpha the damn bonginos of the world and everybody else look you beta bitch you're not going to do it. We know that. We get it. We'll take it. Don't worry about it. But don't puss out when the fucking metal hits the road because I'm telling you right now, this ain't going to be fun for anybody. This will be way different than it was in 1776. I can tell you that right now. First of all, it will be televised everywhere. Yes. On TikTok. I'm just saying, I don't know how much of a fight it's actually going to be, but we'll see. I think it's a cover up for more things to come. I think a lot of people are going to end up getting shot because they're too busy taking videos to pay attention. I, I, just telling you folks, stay put, stay at home. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Wait. Until you see Wait. the pillar of fire. You will know the time. Mm -hmm. Wait. Yep. Let's get out of here. Till then. We're yep. going to get the fuck out of here. Dinner's in the oven. You guys will learn how to make uh, he did. amazing macaroni and cheese. End on a shitty note. On Saturday. But... You want to end on a nice note? Just don't move. Just want, stay put. You want to yeah. end on a nice yeah. note? Yeah. Yeah? It's something better than that. That was just a... All right. Fine. I feel disgusting. Ugh. Yes, yes, please end on this one. This is, this is, this is life right here. This is what it should be about. Go to the next one though. Okay, yeah, I actually don't share it first. Mm -hmm. All right, so this family, um, they found out that um, the brother 
has um this the, the baby sister here has cancer she has got a, a debilitating blood cancer leukemia or something leukemia that's going to mm-hmm. kill her yep long story short uh just watch the video it, it's fucking amazing oh you gotta unmute it don't worry there's plenty and one the other person is a five out of ten so who wants to be the perfect match Kinley, you are a five out of ten. That's awesome. That's freaking cool. That kid was going nuts. Yep. That's awesome. Of course, they didn't. Well, never mind. I won't be Mona. That was beautiful. I'm not crying. Y'all are crying. You're crying, babe. (laughs) Totally. Totally crying. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. You can check her out tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for the good book. And you can check out the lovely Leanna Wilbert. Yep. She will be on both of our channels and her channels. <coughs> and at 9 p.m. tonight, this morning's good book is replaying. And then after that, yesterday's Patriot Party podcast is replaying. I think that starts at 10, 15. And then after that, um, what, 12, 40 or something like that, the uh, Leanna show from yesterday will replay. And that'll bring you through the night to the Patriot Party Pod or to the good book tomorrow morning. There you go. Yep. There's so. probably 20 minutes in between. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, till then, fuckers, mm-hmm. uh, we will talk to you later for the make. And V Lynn. Have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Thanks Thank God watching. it'll be Friday tomorrow. Yes, it will. Thank Enjoy. God Friday. All right. Well, see you tomorrow.
to find me I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey I can show you if it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can be F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty south With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out I love my country 